Hello, listeners of the Artversations podcast. Greetings, art lovers, and thank you for tuning in. This is Art Versations, a meditative conversation about the artistic process. If this is your first time joining me, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Brie, like the cheese, and I am the host and producer. Each episode, I sit down with an artist to hear about their projects and works of art. Uh, maybe you're an artist yourself, or perhaps an art enthusiast then please make yourself at home and join the growing community by subscribing or following on your preferred platform. That way you can stay up to date when a new episode drops because it'll pop right into your feed. It's so easy. As well, on the podcast Instagram, that is at artversationspod, you'll find even more content, so don't forget to go follow that as well. We are nearing the end of season four, so keep an eye out for some best of clips on the podcast Instagram that will be coming very soon. Okay, let's get into what you really want to be listening for. On this week's episode, I zoomed with this Texas-born actor and writer, and geez, there are so many golden nuggets of inspiration dropped into this episode. He is so wise and so patient with his words. It really brought me to a calming place when I spoke with him, especially since there were some big Zoom legs. I'm just going to bring that right up from the top. Uh, usually I like to keep each episode as unedited as possible, but I'll be honest and say that I had to do some pretty heavy doctoring in post. So uh, just keep an eye out for that. Nonetheless, though, our conversation was filmed with deep thoughts about auditions, tackling the racism in the musical hair, writing a solo show, and much, much more. So please make yourself at home, get comfy. Here's episode nine with Javon Rael Butler. Well, okay, so here we go. <laughs> we're, jumping, we're jumping out of the plane, but we have parachutes. Perfect. Uh, great. Yes. Hello, Javon. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. How are you doing today? How are you, friend? I'm so good, except you keep you know, meshing in and out. Good. Oh, wait, you're back. Okay. These we love, we love the, the internet. And all that, right? You're back. Um, Tell me how you I'm are. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. Uh, it's been it's been a roller coaster of uh, of, of two weeks <laughs> uh, with like you know coming back uh, to in person um, school after doing virtual and then uh, callbacks and like uh, auditioning and then working. And then assignments. Um, it's weird. Weird. Look, <laughs> we are weird. Like they could get through. Earlier, right before I got on, I was getting ready. I was. I. I wasn't getting ready. I actually. I made it. Um, uh, like these microwavable dinners and whatnot. Mm. And just as I was going to pull the plastic off of it so I could eat it, it like flipped off the side of the table. 
and all of the spinach, chicken, corn, rice, and every other ingredient of goodness. Not <laughs> the, the corn. And so it was like, oh, man. And I was so hungry. I so wanted it, but it's okay. It's fine. So that's how we are. That's how we are. <laughs> A dish falling off the table. A dish falling off the table. Oh. Yeah. Well, thank How are you, you friend? for being here. I'm okay. I'm 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 back home in my hometown of Ottawa, which is the capital of Canada, and uh, it feels very nostalgic to be here. I've been taking care of my little sister for the past week, so yeah, it's like weird to be back home and see how things have changed. Um, but it feels good. It feels like I can, you know, return and those memories sort of like flash in and then yeah. I realize it's okay. We're good. I still want to live in Toronto. I still enjoy, you know, the city life. I'm not such a suburban homie. So yeah, I'm okay. Thank you. Cool. Are you with the, like it, going back to in person, I feel like it's a, for me, it's been like a lot of overwhelming social anxiety. Oh my God. I don't know if you're feeling that way too. <laughs> yes. And nobody in Texas wears a damn mask. Oh. Um, it's, 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 uh, it's like, you know, I want so badly to engage and, and be uh, social and whatnot. Because I mean, like we haven't had that, that, uh, that privilege for what a year and a half now, but um same time, back up and put your mask on, brother, before you run up on me trying to talk to me. Uh, and when I'm at working, stand behind my plexiglass, man. Uh, because they just love to put one of these numbers, ignore the plexiglass, and like come this close to your face. Oh, what? I'm gonna need for you not. I'm gonna need for you not to do that. Yeah, literally. Like, there's there's no difference between like standing and looking at someone from like clear glass. Like, that's so right. Oh, they just want to get in. They they want to be like they're like they're like me me me. Talk about me. Look at me. It's like that feeling. I feel like, like I I see you. <laughs> I see. And what really kills me is like uh, when they pull this number when they take the mask like off to speak. Like I I can I can hear you. It's literally <laughs> you don't have to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. But yeah. Well, you're making it work, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I mean, I I do it. I I know that um, I do it to my power to like keep myself safe. So hmm. uh, my friends laugh at me because, <laughs> because double masking is recommended, but I take it a step further and I do three. Three. So it's like yeah. So it's like usually I know it might be a bit extreme, but I like I've been sick before. I don't want to be sick again. Um, so it's like two of the surgical and then I'll do one of the, uh, I screw the name up every time. K95. Right. Oh, like, those yeah. double duty ones. Wow. On top of the, on top of the two. Um, and I try my best to take my, my, uh, vitamin D, you know, all the different vitamins that help your immune system stay in tip top shape. Mm -hmm. That, that, that is not, I think it's not uncommon to like double mass for sure and I wonder if with the triple like you're just adding that extra little that little bit of layer of like okay I really just I I can't give you any germs like I, like and then in some right. ways maybe you can get closer to people I don't know like 
Because the masks don't always do everything to, you know. And see, that's, that's like the, the other, that's the catch, right? Like, yeah. I have all of this protection, quote unquote. And then the minute, like, I unmask to get a drink of water or the minute I, like, unmask to um, eat a snack outside, I can literally, in those moments, like, you know, contract, whatever. And that's the, that's the annoying fucking part of it. Like, I did all of this and still got sick. Go to hell. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I, I, well, I wish you good health within your three layers. Thank you. Thank do you, you still, I, like, I, breathe properly? Listen, after working in the, the blistering heat uh, of summer 2020 at Sam's Club pushing carts with masks on my face, I can breathe under anything. I can, I, I think I can just about breathe under anything. Wow. Um, I mean, and they had us, we were understaffed. Mm -hmm. They had us lifting, um, uh, Sam's is like a grocery store, right? In, in Texas. It's like one of the, the big ones, the bigger ones. Uh, you have to have like a membership to like shop there. It's bougie as hell. Uh, and so like as a, as a cart attendant, I had to push all the, the carts back to the store and, um, and also, like, if, if people needed help, like, loading things in the vehicle, like, I have to help them and whatnot, whatnot. And this is a PSA announcement to any and everyone who shops at any type of grocery store or any store at all that has a buggy, basket, whatever you want to call it. Bring that shit to the, bu <laughs> to the buggy holder or whatever, the, wherever you get it yes. collected at. Please stop putting that way in Timbuktu on the opposite side of the parking lot because somebody has to go and grab that. Um, <laughs> that's why so they have I, those I shelters there right like they're, they're, yeah. that's where the cart goes I, I feel like it's so self-explanatory to just push it over it, like you still get people so like putting it in the back of the parking lot oh my god I used to get people that would look at me like coming toward them and still not put the cart where they need to put oh gosh. it lazy yeah but but no I think uh, I think that summer conditioned my lungs really well mm, <laughs> to mm. breathe under three layers of mass. So. <laughs> and then maybe you're ready for some singing <laughs> at any point too. I feel like I've lost like I'm like I feel like singing now is gonna be a lot easier as well. Like I feel like I've lost my like projection yeah. abilities because yeah. of masks and you know not being live. Yeah, I um, think like when it comes down to singing, um I don't know. It's 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 the uh, okay. So like I'm doing hair right now. Like I'm in the middle of of um, <laughs> doing. Uh, what a show! That's funny. Show. Oh god! Like okay. So this is my senior year at Texas State um, in the acting program. I'm not musical theater at all. Like when you think of musical theater, the dancing and the singing, the reading the music and and the whole nine. That's not me. Um, but I do sing and I do move my body, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, so I'm, I'm like musical theater adjacent, uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, but so I auditioned for um, the musical because like, you know, why not? I, I sing, I act. It's something, auditioning for a musical was something that I was afraid of doing. And I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to graduate, leave undergrad 
leave a community in an environment of um, people where like I feel safe to just walk into a room and royally fuck up um, without like confronting that particular fear of mine. Yeah. Um, so to make a long story short, I walk in, audition, fast forward through callbacks. I end up getting cast in the musical. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's so fucking cool. But also like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I, I brought that up to, to talk about um, singing. Hmm. Um, and not that like masks make it more difficult to breathe. So I think like, I think my lungs, like my lung capacity uh, is like fine. But I think what's difficult for me is, is uh, the enunciation mm. of it all. Like I think I've lost a bit of a bit of that. But that can also just be in my head because like I'll, I'll mention that concern to um, to like friends of mine, and they're like, mm, "No, I don't hear it." <laughs> but okay. Uh, but yeah, because um, especially like with the wearing three, like it, it can kind of get, it can get sucked in there, you know. Uh, but no, I, I definitely feel you like on that projection uh, too, because I'm all in person and I have to get through three layers. Sometimes it's just not worth it. After the third time, when someone like is like, you know, huh, what'd you say? One more time? I'm like, after three times, it's, like, it's okay. <laughs> what I said is it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you cut out a little bit there. Did you say you're a sociable person? Yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm I'm a sociable person. Um but I'm also like that. I'm very soft spoken. Mm. I'm not a very like loud person. I can I can be loud. Mm -hmm. Um but for the most part I like I have a very like soft uh tone to me. Mellow yes. vibes. As I'm hearing yeah. it now, it's 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 like it's like cushions in my ear. It's very soft. <laughs> um, that's that's new. I like that <laughs> cushions in my ear. <laughs> but but yeah, I think there's there's you know like we can't see the lips when we talk through the mask, right? So when I'm speaking right. to someone and I don't over articulate and really you know express the consonant, um, it like. It, it's it's a, a difficult communication barrier of just like why can't you hear what I'm saying like I'm 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 trying so hard to to you know actually give you the sentence I find that a lot with kids too like they're so because speaking is still you know uh, developing in their in their skill set like right. I find I have to be like what did you say. Like, can you say it one more time? And then I have to like turn my ear to their actual mouth and they have to like <laughs> eat it directly right into my ear. Um, yeah, no, it, it's difficult that way of, and with, yeah. especially with, for me, like um, I'm a very like expressive person in my face. Like I use my eyes and my eyebrows and my mouth to, you know, just to like show how I'm actually feeling rather than my actual words. And um I haven't been able to do that. And so I feel like I really have to use my eyes like to a point of looking crazy. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I totally relate. I totally relate. I, I think one of my behaviors behaviors that I picked up, um, especially from being on Zoom when you can't all clap at the same time. So, you know, we do the the um the shaky hands. I think, yeah. 
this is the sign the sign language applause yes oh i didn't know that okay i think don't quote me on it because mm. it might not be but um but yeah the, the trees or the shaky shake shaky hands or whatever um however you want to coin it uh, and i find myself doing that in person <laughs> and people will look at me and go what are you doing yeah, like, I, I can I can do that here. You can actually make noise <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. The, all these mannerisms that we've picked up just to like, just to be, continue on with communication. I find right. it's very interesting how that works. Um, okay, yeah. So so you are not usually a musical theater guy. That's so funny. I I think I mean I haven't known you for very long, and really I've only seen you online because um, we met at TPAP this summer. But I do find that right. you you exude a kind of personality that would be perfect for, you know, the musical theater character. Um, so that's really interesting to hear <laughs> that. That, you're, that does a lot for my confidence. That. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I like from the moment I met you yeah, in I, like I, one of our first warm ups, I was like, oh, look at his energy. Mm -hmm. Like through a screen, I could feel it. Um, <laughs> But but yeah, I mean, I, yeah. there's something to, I feel like JB has spoke about this in his class too, about like musical theater kind of seeming fake or like superficial. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if you have that same sentiment and that's why you chose acting. I don't know. Well, I okay, so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we're jumping, we're jumping out of the plane, but we have parachutes. Perfect. Um, Great. So every, so, okay. I, before I knew that I could act or any of the other things that I, I also write, um, before I, I knew I could do any of those. And I remember I was in the second grade at Franklin Elementary School in Port Arthur, Texas, uh, in Marvel Allison's music class. And she, uh, before every, class session we had to sing the school song i think i still remember it. it's uh today today memorial how we sing we pledge our loyalty to the time of that we will know how much we love memorial may not activize anyway but um so she had to sing that every um every day and one day she like she's behind the piano and she's playing and like my entire class is singing and she stops and she goes Who's singing like that? And we all look around like, oh, wasn't me? Was it you? Is it is it me, Gina? Um, <laughs> and so we're like, what are you talking about? And she makes us go one by one, and like sing. I mean, she doesn't have a thing the whole thing, but she has to sing a little tidbit, you know. And then she's like, okay, next, next, next. And then she gets to me, and she plays a little bit, and I start singing, and she goes, it's you, and I start crying. Because I'm like, what did I do? I'm sorry. <laughs> and she goes, no, 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 don't cry. You have a beautiful voice. Uh, and so I'm like, oh, I thought everybody sounded like this. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, I, I mean, I was like, I didn't, I didn't know I was doing anything special. Um, and so she had me sing and um, some, some uh, school programs and stuff like that. And from the school programs and I started singing in, in church and that's where I got most of my chops gotcha. you know from the third row and then in, in a black baptist church in the choir stand um and so a lot of my vocal influence comes from gospel 
or it comes from um, singers like uh, Aretha Franklin and, and Donny Hathaway and Stevie Wonder, you know, the likes. Because mm. um, I also spend a lot of time with the older people in my family, the singers that they listen to. Yeah. Um, and so listening to like the, the, I guess you could say the style or what used to be the style of musical theater, because I, now I think it's kind of like, uh, we're leaning away from the traditional sound. Right. Um, I went, I counted myself out and I said, well, there's, there's no place for me there because I don't sound like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I don't read music. Um, and I was just like, not to make a fool up. Um, <laughs> but, um, and then when I got to, to high school, uh, I was a part of the, the class that did our high school's first ever musical. Um, and my, my director isn't a musical theater director. She's like a straight play director. So we did the musicals like they were straight plays, but they just had singing. So like, you know, I, I never really got the whole, you know, like the, the song is a monologue, but you just so happen to be singing. You know, I, I didn't get the, the, the ins and outs of like what singing the song in, in the musical is supposed to be or, or the, the mechanics of it and whatnot. Um, so I called myself auditioning for uh, musical theater at Texas Thespian thinking, oh, because I had done two, I knew a little something. I didn't know jack shit. No. Um, <laughs> I didn't know nothing. And so I got a, a monologue from God, what was the name of it? Uh, a Few Good Men. Monologue was cool. Monologue was fine. Dandy was all right. Cross the T's, out of the I's. Wonderful. Um, and for the song, I, I sang, well, funny thing about me singing it. <laughs> I decided that I wanted to attempt uh, Make Them Hear You from Ragtime. Okay. I finished the monologue. The uh, accompanist starts playing. I sing maybe the first two or three words and forget the rest of the entire song. Mm. <laughs> the entire song. There's like a room of 50, 50, 50 plus just watching me stand up there. And I'm so embarrassed. And I, I just jumped to the end of the song and I was like, I don't even remember if I like sang the last word of the song or if I just hit the last note of the song. Either way, it's a blur now, but I finished the song, said thank you, and I sat my happy self down. And the, the like the excruciating part about it all, if that wasn't, you know, painful enough, is that they, they were bringing us in in groups of three. And I was first in my group, so I had to sit through the two other students going up there and like nailing their monologues and singing their songs flawlessly, perfectly, and effortlessly. Um, I had to sit in my shame. Oh, man. And so that like really, that one experience shaded it, shaded musical theater for me. Yeah. Um, but, I can imagine. It would just know, be like a, I was a ready moment to of like, like, oh, this isn't for me. Uh, I I can't do it because I didn't do it that time. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Wow. Um, so I was like ready to, to not have to carry that uh, that shame with me because I mean, I do like the soundtracks. 
you know, some of the music is, is absolutely like way like you want to throw your phone across the room so good. Um, and I, I want to be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put my big big boy pampers on and and I'm gonna suck it up. I'm gonna go in the room and and do what I do. And uh, funny enough, <laughs> to make it full circle for my hair audition. Uh-huh. I forgot say? some of the words. Oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, it happened again. I forgot some of the words, and I just started, instead of standing there, like uh, someone had hit me across my head, and I lost my best friend, I started scatting. Ooh. And I was like, well, this is who I am. Hey, this is what yeah. I'm going to do. That's impressive. Uh, I feel like, you know, showing up to an audition and, like, totally going off track of like the regular audition song and like slating and everything and just yeah. scatting your life away. I feel like if I was a casting director or agent, I would be like, Oh, this, this guy's got something different. Yeah. Like, and, and I think I wish that, well, I, I learned it. In, I've learned it in college, but I wish it was, it was more apparent to me or made, more apparent to me in um in like high school that yes you know we're in this this art form and whatnot but you're a fucking human you're gonna you're gonna go up on a line you're gonna forget a, a, a lyric or whatever you're gonna you're, you're gonna fudge it up somehow some way at some point you know what i'm saying and that is perfectly okay hmm. i agree Especially and that I was to allow myself space for mistakes. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. um, it's going to happen. It's about how you recover from it. Mm. Uh, and it's like almost those moments are, are, are pretty rich because it forces you out of like autopilot and places you in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like in, in the moment where I forgot the lyrics to Colored Spade, I was like, well, shit, what are we going to do now? Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's not, it wasn't even so much of like, of thinking, what am I going to do or or, or allowing myself to get into my head. I just followed what my body wanted to do. And my body started scatting. Cool. That's really dope. Okay. And I just went with the impulse, you know? Yeah. I'm thinking of times that I've, forgotten choreography on stage or like you know kind of blacked out about my dancing and Mm -hmm. in those moments most of them were during like a very important show or even like in a competition setting because I used to do competitive dance and I remember I would get off stage and not remember what I did to pull through or survive Mm -hmm. the like finish of the of the of the piece but I do remember in the moment feeling like this is truly how I dance. This is truly like the style that comes out or the movements that come out when I'm in a state of panic or when I'm in a state of kind of almost flow at the same time too. Cause it's just like, whatever happens, happens. Like it's very improv- improvisational. Um, yeah. And in some ways that's like the most beautiful art. Truly. I mean, of course, it's important to, like, stay within the structure of 
what the show was, you know, or it yeah. can be from rehearsal, but like anything can happen out there. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, uh, so in, in, in thinking about, um, you know, you're talking about your, your dancing and thinking about what you shared and, and my musical audition mm. for hair. I wonder if because I was so caught up in like, oh, get the words right or remember this form or remember this note or because I was like so caught up in the form and structure. Did I, 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 I neglected like the soul part of it. I, yeah, so I, I think being so caught up in what the notes are and what the moves are mm. and what the structure of it is and getting that right, like I, I, I might have neglected to bring myself to it, yeah. you know, yeah. which is what, because the notes, the, the moves, the words, whatever, whatever you're doing, that's already been laid out. Uh, but it's our job as artists to breathe life into it and make it hop up off of the page. Um, and not to, I mean, because like, if somebody wanted to get all the, I mean, like hit everything perfectly as it, as it is, you can just read the shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Here, just read it. Read it your damn self. Totally. Um, but because none of us, we each bring something unique and so beautiful to what it is that we're doing. I think that maybe I, I, I was too focused on wanting to get across all the, the, the T's and out all the I's in the audition. Right, right, right. You didn't want to like do it so perfectly that it's like just the words and just the, like, like, yeah, I think that's the whole reason why I got into this, this business or this industry or this, you know, whatever art is. It's because I wanted to express myself and like all of the emotions and problems that I felt within my own life, like yeah. can come to life on stage in various forms. And when you're working with someone else's work, someone else's words, moves, whatever it is, um, you want to like do it justice and you want to, you want to make sure that you're, um, going within the themes that they have already set out and planned and spent many months working on sometimes years right. so then you go up there and you're like a vessel and it's like <laughs> sometimes i just i like am a robot on stage and that's just cheap that is not something that people are going to pay money to watch it's right. yeah that's so interesting i think it's something that a lot of artists needs to hear yeah, I've I've gotten like into the habit of of telling myself uh, before I like start anything, put your breath on it. Yeah, mm. put your put your breath on it, because like where there's no breath, there's no life. Yes, you know that's not me. Remember at Texas State University, and it's like so duh, but like so. Oh yeah, that's right. You know. Um, yeah, and, and and it's also like an invitation when you're in the midst. It's a nice reminder. Of, yes, 
when you're in the, in the midst of like a monologue, a scene, a dance, or whatever, to just breathe. Yes, take that. Because moment. if yeah, oh my goodness, breath is so important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember at TPAP, Krista Rodriguez class that she taught. She taught like one class because she had to leave. Yeah, I. And I hate I was not able to like be a part. <laughs> well, our, my group, we were very lucky. The Cosmic Dust Analyzers, we were very lucky to get her before she left. And that was, but she spoke so much about breathing. And we were working on songs individually. And I was watching her, you know, speak to my fellow participants about their songs. And she would always be like, breathe, take a breath, take, take another one, like, why that wasn't a big enough one like take a bigger one you know like like really filling the lungs and then and it's not to like break up the song or break up the monologue like it really is something that happens in real life we all breathe you know and yeah. i think on stage there's such a heightened sense of reality that it's like no one could breathe ever and don't blink and don't piss and fart and don't do any of that stuff <laughs> right like it's pretty. This is this has got to be and no. We no. No one wants to see that. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I wouldn't have money to see actual human beings. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, great. Yeah. So you're working on hair. What a what a musical. What a project. I feel like for me that musical has always been like a fuck yeah. Like it's always just like a oh like stick it to the man kind of musical and I wonder if that's you know uh, yeah. I wonder what that process feels like you know during these crazy times yeah uh, so we're we are I mean there, there are some things in the, in the musical that like now folks might be like uh, wait a minute <laughs> let's rewind what'd you mm -hmm. say um, yeah or that, that might take folks back so so right now like we're really in the business of um trying to figure out what it means today like what how how it affects folks today and, and versus like what's actually trying to be said you know what i'm saying context matters so much here um and and so like like folks can walk like just with any with anything else like any and everything else you know someone someone might walk away offended or or thinking something um, that wasn't intended. So like, we're really trying to think about, okay, how can we be truthful to our, our artistic selves uh, and what the piece calls for, but also, you know, um, like for example, uh, Colored Spade, uh, it's a song by, um, sung by one of the, the actors of color, uh, black actor um, in the musical. And it's like, a list of, of black slurs, like, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. but, and, and to, and, and it happened to me because like in preparing to audition and, and preparing for callbacks and stuff, I was like, you want me to go in and sing these things in front of a panel of white people? I will not. Mm -hmm. um, but context matters. Why is he saying these things? Um, and also it's so important not to, to, to look at what's happening, um, what other people are also saying, right? 
in, in, in conjunction with what's going on with you. There's uh, a line at the end of, of the song that, that goes, or so you say, you know? So this is a black man claiming or, or taking the sting out of uh, these words, these sounds um, that have been put together that are, that are meant to be harmful and hurtful and making the declaration that, okay, but they don't define me, you know? Because you have these words, you have these really, really nasty words, these really, really nasty songs, uh, nasty songs, not nasty songs, sweet Jesus, nasty words, um, put to this music that's so groovy and, and like this guy is singing so like, you know, uh, you want to dance. That juxtaposition is crazy. Like you, you see me as all of this and, and you're labeling me as this. Look how cool I am. Look how suave I am. You can call me this, that, and the other, and I'm still going to be just as I am. Mm. I'm this, that, and the other. Okay, so you say, mm. but what are you experiencing right now? You wish you could be me, you know? <laughs> For sure. Um, so it's, it's that, type of, um, that type of work going on, uh, digging a little deeper, like Mama Odie would say, uh, and finding, uh, not taking everything at, 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 at face value. And it's so easy to do that, you know, um, because when I tell you I was hung up on, <laughs> I felt like I just, I could not see myself singing that song in front of a, a room of white people. I mean, the lyrics are literally, I'm a colored spade, a nigra, a black nigga, a jungle bunny, jigaboo, something like that. But like, what? I'm going to do what? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but once I identified the power of it, you know, and, and what it meant for me and what it does for me uh, and not quote unquote to me, then I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. Wow. Yeah. Flipping it on its head. Yeah. Yeah. Were you cast in that part? Yes, I was. All right. Yeah. So you're, you're going to continue to play. I forget what the character's name is, but yeah, keep digging, keep uh, excavating, keep discovering, learning. Um, there is a, a oh, like I was I was looking at the the different slurs and whatnot, and and one of them is like historically, it's not well well one is it's not even a slur that like well okay. So the word, I think it's Kenya, that uh, in Kenya, a, a group of people in Kenya that um, was a part of a, a rebellion that opposed um, colonization and whatnot. That's something that, that has some power to it. That's, that's inspiring, you know, like this, mm -hmm. this is a group of people who decided they didn't want to be uh, <laughs> owned by any other human being uh, who was like themselves. Um, but yet it's like in this list of, of slurs. So it's kind of like, you're saying, you're, you're labeling me as things and, and wanting to use them as negative, hurtful things, but you don't even know what, you, you don't even know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, it, I'm, Knowing exactly what a thing is, 
specificity is key, mm. right? Oh, yeah. Very much so. Informs how you how you deliver it. So that, that I think that was one of my first that was the first hunch to me that oh there's something deeper, richer, more meaningful here than just saying these slurs because if it was just a list of slurs, it's just a list of slurs. But why is okay, but this is not. This is this is something powerful. Well, at least to you, it inspires you. Why? Mm. And why is it here? Mm. And what are you gonna do with that? Because you've got to deal with it. You know, it's not like you can just say this, 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 get here and then like drive past it. Got to deal with it. Right. You face it. Was this is this a perspective that you discovered and came to um, on your own? Or did you have your director or other mentors um, kind of guide you to, to? I think so. I tried to like, so like my first first love, I'm actor first, right? Mm. Um, and that's just something like in our program that's hammered into it. Specificity is key. Mm. If you see it, we'll see it. If it means something to you, it'll mean something to us. We can tell if it doesn't mean it's like, I had one professor tell me, I don't, I don't care what you see, see something. We are not gonna know what you're using, but we'll know if you're not using anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, like that autopilot that we were talking about. Yeah. If I hadn't looked up those, those words, Every 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 slur would have meant the meant the same thing, you know. It, uh, <laughs> excuse me, sweet Jesus. It also like um, if I could harken back to what we were talking about uh, when we were, we were discussing like bringing ourselves to the work. Okay, I've been called some of these things. I can't ignore that ouch in me when I get to it. What I feel informs how I deliver it, mm. or what I see, what I sense, and. Specificity. There's a, a memory attached to said word. Um, and like one of my uh, my one of my professors here, Nadine Mozan, she's incredible. Um, but she like has no problem stopping you mid monologue, mid sentence, and going, "What does that mean?" Ooh. Who is that to? that you know what I'm saying um like that that requires specificity vulnerability um bringing yourself to the work you know what I'm saying because it means something yeah you know (laughs) um but yeah Mm. like just do it even if you think you know what something means look it up anyway because I mean, I've, I've, I've done that. And then the definition I find, I'm like, I don't know, but for some reason, this word and this definition resonates with me. And now all of a sudden, the word sits with you in a different way. Mm. So you're able to bring something different to your delivery when you speak. It's not just about, you know, like, it personal experience you with the word. Differently. It vibrates. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you're, you're ever evolving and changing and learning, discovering, growing. So I, I can read something. Uh, let's see. What's the play that I like? 
And of course, when I ask myself that question, I'm going to blank on every play I've ever read. I know you um, were in Fences at one point. I was. How do you know that? Did I tell I'm you a that? nerd and I looked up everything about you before this. Oh, my word. Oh, in Lord, 2015, you were that. in the news, um, <laughs> the newspaper about your performance in Fences. <laughs> Sorry, is that creepy? That's so creepy. <laughs> No, no, it's not creepy at all. But <laughs> I can, creepy. I can read fences as a sophomore, and have it mean one thing to me and resonate with me in in one way. But as a twenty four year old man living in the United States of America, in the year twenty twenty one, in the middle of social unrest or whatever it is you want to call it, whatever the the term actually is, mm. that means something different. I can, whereas back then I, I was like, oh yeah, I relate, to, I feel Rose because Rose reminds me of my mom and I can relate to Corey because Corey reminds me of myself. I can now relate to Troy. Mm. Not in, in every, like, I'm not 50 something odd years old, like living in the 50s, I'm not married and I don't have a kid, but I do understand the, like, I, I, I have a better insight on certain complexities of humanity than I did as a sophomore in high school. Absolutely. You know, I get yeah. that everything is not so easy. Mm. I get that everybody on the planet needs a certain something or they crave a certain something in their lives. Mm. Um, and because of the, the shit we've experienced, it's conditioned us to like maybe not go about getting those things in the best of ways. And so in turn, in order to get the things that we're craving or the things that we need or the things that are important to us that make us feel good about ourselves, we, we get them in, in fucked up ways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? I really like I, what you said about it, we are ever changing. We are ever evolving. We are, we are constantly like unlearning what we've mm. learned before yeah. and uh i think as artists like being aware of that um being aware of that in our everyday lives but so much so in the practice too you know every show that you do is going to be different every every step that i take my weight is going to be transferred differently and i think mm. um you know that was like, good thank you <laughs> <laughs> that was good every step i take my weight is going to be transferred differently. You better say that, Greek clock. You have you have made many many moments <laughs> so much more beautiful than I have. Thank you for that. But but I I think it's important to remember that, especially in rehearsal, especially you know for something that's alive. Um, again, it just goes back to that autopilot thing we were talking about about like as I go up onto the stage or the film or whatever it is, I am bringing myself on that day with the baggage that I have created up until this point, you know? And it's it's such a beautiful thing, but it can also hinder our psyches and make us, you know, so in our, in our minds about trying to be perfect. And yeah. nothing is perfect. And that's Not why Not a damn see. thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thank you for bringing that. Not up. a damn thing. Nobody is interested in seeing perfection. 
Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to do anything but piss me off. <laughs> right. I know. And and I think, too, like just going back to hair for a little bit, because that is the mm. show that you're working on. I, I think returning to this show and looking at it from different lenses, um, I imagine that is a lot of internal work as well. And I think I just want to commend you for, you know, doing that and like we say like facing it on like fighting for it right in that moment instead of like oh no I'm not gonna look at that show or I'm not gonna even touch that work because it's you know politically incorrect at sometimes or whatever so yeah I think that's it's a lot of work to do and I just want to commend you for that and and you know um as a white person like all of the slurs all of the racial bias that uh, I have grown up in as as a white person with this privilege. Um, Mm. I am also trying to face head on. And, you know, the only way we can do that is through art and through communication and together. Absolutely, friend. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, friend, for all of that. we do need to wrap up soon, but I do want to sh- talk about your thesis solo that you're working on, your solo show, um, because yeah. you were explaining to me how, how messy it, it has been, <laughs> and mess is so welcome here. Um, is, it, is, it a, is it a one-man play? Yeah, so it's, okay. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be. So um, in the honors program that I'm in, um, they give you the option of, of you know, like, uh, completing a thesis by the time you graduate and so like I don't want to do that but it's not, it doesn't have to be a research paper because that's daunting as fuck and I don't want to do that mm. um, it can be as creative as out of the box as you want it to be uh, and so I, I have an interest in solo performance work um, because it really works out all of your all of the muscles of a, of a creative artist right like your writer your actor, your whatever, like, I want to incorporate song and dance into mine. Um, and one of the reasons I wanted, I really wanted to uh, put something up of my own um, was because I, I, it's what we're going to have to do, like, in the, uh, in the actual industry coming out of a collegiate setting and whatnot, like, you you're going to be cast in shit you probably don't want to be in that you you're like i i can do so much better than this mm. well yeah write it and put it up and do it your damn self mm. um and and it's kind of like uh you know the reason I, I i decided to do it uh to get my feet wet and and putting up my own work while in college while i have free uh real estate right i got free space i don't have to pay nobody <laughs> um I have resources, you know, I have friends who have an uh, interest in directing or designing or whatever. I can use all of that. Um, and then I have professors who have, you know, they, they, they've done this type of work before who I can use as a as, as reference and as guide. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's, it's planned to happen uh, next semester right before I graduate, um, I, I wanted to do a, 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 like a, the full production of it, but right now I'm thinking of, of maybe, okay, this might have to be uh, a workshop, a sharing of like my first fruits 
because um, I hadn't wrote the bitch yet. Uh, <laughs> and I just, I don't foresee um, me having the time, the type of time that I'm going to need to like labor in the, in the, in the writing process with it and then labor in the rehearsal process with it and then like get it up and perform it. I just don't think I have that type of time and I'm not in the business of rushing it um, because what it is, I have to say it, it requires one, a lot of like soul searching uh, requires me to breathe um, because some of what, I wanna I wanna say and deal with. I don't think I've ever had conversations about outside of my own head. Oh wow. You know. So uh so yeah. It's it's gonna it's a step by step type thing. And I also kinda think that might be why I've like put off sitting down to write it. Because sometimes look, it's a scary thing to thought sometimes because you're surprised the fuck at yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that way. Yeah, you think that way, partner. Um, but right. it's and putting it down on paper. So necessary. And it's, you know, out of your head and it's in document form. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, because if you don't, I mean, that thing will run circles around your brain like it's Usain Bolt. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking that that's, that's the path that we're going to take um, at the performance. Uh, Panorama this year, Company 10. Um, I, I was really able to bounce different ideas around in, in different uh, research and development um, classes and whatnot. Uh, and that helped a lot in terms of, um, you know, finding a theme, finding how I want to structure it, uh, thinking about the different uh, forms of storytelling that can can uh, all be incorporated into it. I take big inspiration from uh, Intozaki Shange, uh, who uh, is famous for her choreo poem um, for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. Splendid, magnificent, excellent um, writer, human, just God in the flesh. It's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, and I, I hope to like incorporate, oops, I hit my elbow. Mm. I hope to like incorporate, uh, some of, of, of what she was able to do with, um, with her work, uh, with, with this work. And, and it's kind of, uh, in the same, same vein. Um, you know, it's, it's about a, a group of, of women who go through various things, uh, and find, strength and community and uh and so yeah I'm, I'm thinking about taking the the different the beautiful contradictions of my of the live within this vessel that i call me um and and giving them a body and a voice taking bits and pieces from from other um influential men in my life and and fleshing out these characters uh and just expressing what they want individually. Um, and it's gonna be bonkers. Like how can all of these different facets of a person exist in one like human? Mm. They do. Mm. Um, but coming back to there's strength in community. Like, yes, don't none of this shit make sense. Like this is, I don't get 
like, okay, you're a Christian and you do what? I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? But that's what makes us so, so interesting. That, that's, that's what makes us human. That's what makes us <laughs> not boring. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, having opposing views on, on life and, um, and the world that we live in right now is kind of a way for us to continue to keep the conversation going. Even that, if that conversation turns into more of an argument, um, and more heated, I think you're right. I think if we were all the same, be pretty fucking boring place to live in. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with having a conversation about like, you know, the, 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 the contradictions. I mean, it's mm. very true. I feel like, well, I can't, I'm not going to say we, I know I felt like because I hold beliefs and experiences that are vastly different than that makes me crazy or that makes me a bad person. No, mm. it, it doesn't. You know, I, I, I get the privilege of sitting down with the two and at a nicely uh, dimly lit dinner <laughs> and uh, having a conversation about why this. Yeah. Uh, why you is know, there so much ju- ju- Yeah, juxtaposition is always, uh, is way more interesting and, and, and delicious than, you know, the, a repeated code of the same thing over and over and over again. Absolutely. A play with you know characters who are the same is not at all a story to tell yeah um so yeah i guess in some ways i i feel like i can i can look to theater and look to art as a you know as the thing that does work and so therefore real life can work then as well <laughs> even yeah. if it's so effing messy um okay so so you're still in the process of writing this this show yeah, bits and pieces exist. I mean, you have school. <laughs> you you're doing other things. There's things going on in your life. It's not like you could sit down and do it right now. Right. But right, I right. I wonder if there's, you know, what are your stages right now? Are are you like completely nothing is written, or are you still figuring out the overview of things? Um, nothing's written in terms of like uh, no things are written. Um, but like they exist like uh, they exist in bits and pieces. So there, uh, there, are, there are some poems. Um, there, are, uh, there are some um, there's some monologues, some, um, but where they fit in the world of what I'm doing, I don't know. Um, and also, I keep like freak you out. Oh yeah, no, no. Um, I also keep. Uh, I haven't decided on like on what how this thing is is going to. Uh, I know how it's going to live. I know what it wants to. I know where it wants to live. I don't know how it wants to express fully. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Like I, I don't know. Like as far as like, okay, this many characters. And these are their, this, this is what's going on with each of them. I don't know that yet because I think that's that, that's that, 
that's that that's that deep sea diving of the soul that has to take place of like okay so which parts of you are we going to dinner and talking about tonight you know and which parts of you are we healthy enough to like share with an audience of people brave enough to share with an audience of people understanding that well first i have to know that like every part of me um is still worthy of love the good bad the ugly and the indifferent you know what i'm saying yes because when i put these characters on stage you know there are gonna be some characters who like are will be perceived as oh that's a villain that's a fucked up human right there you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and that that's a different feel for i guess writer because like oh especially when you know but that's you you know yeah but then at the same time i kind of feel like well if you do it right if you tell the truth if you vomit the truth mm-hmm. then they'll see some of themselves they'll see themselves in that villain and have a hard time villainizing them. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I mean, there's goodness and badness in all of us. Yeah. yeah. Like I find, I find it very, very difficult to throw a stone at somebody that I can relate to. Mm. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I wonder too, as you're, you know, going along your process, like you say, like you'll find ways to, I hope you'll find ways to be patient with, you know, your thoughts and your beliefs like for my own work too like when I'm working on something that is very autobiographical which I've been doing a lot of recently just because Mm. I've been alone um in my apartment most of the pandemic um there have been moments where I really look inward and I I have to I have to put my producer hat on instead of just my brie hat and I have to remind myself that even if I don't want to share the specificities of this experience or this emotion that I'm feeling, at least I can pull from it and someone, someone will get it. It doesn't have to be 5,000 people, but someone is going to feel the, feel those, um, can, can relate to it because I mean, even if I'm like still not done loving myself and not done doing the work, there are other people that are at that stage as well. Yeah, that's true. You that's know? very and true. Sharing that with the audience is okay. It's okay. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm constantly like, okay, you're good. You can do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. So Javon, <laughs> you're okay. You can do this. Yeah. That, that resonated with me in a, in a in a way that I can't quite like describe just yet, but I I felt the I felt the little bell toll mm. inside, and I was like, hmm, okay. I think about that some more. Got to look, got to look into that. You think that you think about that and keep working. And thank you so much for your time. This was fantastic to catch up with you. Yeah, it was fun as hell. We got to do this again. Uh, we do, we do, and hopefully I'll come to Texas once, and I'll visit you and Ricardo, and we'll, we'll, we'll do it in person. Yeah, that would be absolutely magical. I would love nothing more, friend. So serious. Um, where can people find you online or otherwise? Yeah, so I mean, you can hit up my good old socials. Let's see, what is my at? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you can find me on um on Instagram um at Javon R Butler. 
That's J-A-V-A-U-N-R-B-U-T-L-E-R. Um, or on Facebook, uh, Javon Rael Butler, and Rael is spelled R-Y-A-L. Um, but yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Uh, I'm not a big Twitter user, so. Mm, neither am I. Yeah. I will link all of that below so people can check you out. Thank you so much for opening up the, the curtain on your magic show. Thank you for allowing me the space to do so. <laughs> all right, I will stop the recording then. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Art Versations podcast. Please help the podcast community continue to grow by clicking subscribe or follow on your podcast platform and leave a review. As well, follow the podcast on Instagram at artversationspod. You'll find photos of the guests you just heard, plus highlights and quotes from each episode. Let's keep the art conversation going. Send in a DM with your thoughts about art and any questions you might have for guests. Special thank you goes out to Jen Marquez and Maxim Bartnowski for their contributions. And thank you, listener. Till next time.